0: Welcome to Marvel Cinematic University, the podcast where we talk about Marvel movies. We started leading up to Infinity War, and now we're still going, even when it's completely unclear when the next Marvel movie is gonna come out. I am on your host, Jay Christie. Joining me as always are my two great compatriots, Anthony Canton the third. Anthony, how are you?
1: Yo, what's up? Oh, we on video. We on video, baby. I'm happy to uh-huh. be
0: here. <laughs> Anthony Cantor the third, the first podcaster to podcast through a, a PPE mask, you know, <laughs> really breaking new ground. Yeah, and reporting live from the streets of Sicar. Uh, uh Jerome Chang. What's up, man? and also in the chat is michael springthorpe but he's here because we're this is we're doing this on the zoom for my 24 hour marvel marathon so if he say, if he says something uh you know because he can't help himself that's why anyway
2: we're I here to really talk
0: about anytime springthorpe uh, yeah if, if you if you need to now, yeah, I you he, may, yeah. we do have a voicemail we do have a voicemail from him so i don't want you to repeat your thoughts but uh if there's anything else <laughs> um what i mean i mean that'd just be bad radio if he repeated mm-hmm. his thoughts uh anyway so we're here to talk about what just ended the uh Marvel Cinematic University character bracket. I think truly a great success.
3: Honestly. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. Like such absolutely a great digression
0: from all of this. It was fantastic. And so we um this week was both the semifinals and the finals, which uh I only I, I I did because I didn't want there to be a massive void in between the two because I didn't want because like if six days went on between them like I feel like you know there wouldn't be the same energy so it was so they technically finished on at Thursday at twelve and uh, as you guys know, um, Tony Stark beat Thor in the finals. Uh, so I think I think most people thought Tony Stark was going to win the whole time, um, but I was surprised how close it was. I mean,
1: it, you know what it felt, you know what it felt like. It, felt, it honestly it felt like. Um, and I know we, it's funny enough to compare this to basketball because we got the Last Dance uh documentary coming up, but it felt like ninety eight Jordan just getting by, and he got by. Uh, Thor was mm-hmm. like the up and coming, uh, young buck who had a lot of who I had a lot of support because even I voted for him too. Um, mm-hmm. and Tony got by. Um, I and I don't know if it's based on. Uh, on maybe the fact that he died in Endgame, and, uh, and it was a thi- and that was a thing. But I, I, I guess at the end of the day, when you want to look at it, it's more of a—he's the godfather of this whole thing. He got this whole thing started. It felt very so,
3: lifetime achievement award.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes,
3: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, um, not that yes, yeah, so he won, but he didn't. But yeah. he, okay. Okay, yes, right, yeah. but he didn't. That's not where we started this week. We started this week with the semifinals. Like I said, mm-hmm. uh, it was Tony Stark versus Spider-Man and Incredible Hulk versus Thor. Um, one was a close match and, uh, one wasn't. So, um, (laughs) but the way we got there is that, uh, Spider-Man, um, was the only two seed. He beat Captain America. Um, and we actually have a voicemail from about that match in the quarterfinals from Cecilia Stokes. So Jerome, can you hit that voicemail?
3: Yeah. Uh, shout out to Cecilia Stokes. She sent us actually two voicemails, so we'll get to the other one later on. But like, as we mentioned, we wanted everyone to chime in, even if the, matchup had already passed and I think mm-hmm. easily this is the most contentious matchup in the whole bracket yeah like top to bottom right mm-hmm. so uh, we received a bunch of ones in favor of cap so this was a little refreshing and one in support of Spidey like the rest of this pod <laughs>
2: Hi, guys. I hope you're doing well with the whole quarantine business. I know that the voting has only just started, but I just have some feelings and thoughts I need to get off my chest. This morning, I was taking my dog for a walk. It was a beautiful day, nice and sunny, 68 degrees, catching up on the podcast because I missed the last couple of weeks. And I found myself... Suddenly, in a place of not so happy because I heard some really disturbing takes and views on the whole CAP sighty turnout, and then my whole morning was shot to shit because that's rough. It turned out the way it should have, where Spider-Man won, because he is
1: just better. <laughs> oh, my so, like, to
2: process everything, I know that there's not, like, a one truly right way to interpret all of this, like, the whole bracket, notch game, round, competition,
1: whatever <laughs> you call it in
2: basketball <laughs> world, but mm. this is the only match that I truly think there is a clear winner. It is Spider-Man. It simply is. And I'll just start with my analysis of Captain America, who, God bless him, he's great. I guess he's fine. But what he and Spider-Man mm. have in common is their their general goodwill for humanity. What they don't have in common is in equally interesting lives or personalities. Captain America is a dud. He is a <laughs> Symbol of patriotism and mm, nationalism, but I won't go there. I know that's probably too much analysis for all this. It's also kind of hot, so I'm not gonna go there too much. But yeah, a uh, right. uh, blonde hair, blue-eyed, white guy, you know, Christian guy from Queens who wants to go off and punch Nazis while have, like wearing red, white, and blue from head to toe. I'm sorry, but what else is that? What else is that? <laughs> Being patriotic is, is not an interesting personality trait, okay? Simply not.
1: All right.
2: So, Shots
0: fired, but I also honestly don't disagree.
2: The only <laughs> way that the Risa brothers
0: <laughs> could like, squeeze
2: anything interesting out of him.
4: Oh, having
0: oh fight man. fight his
2: previous self from an earlier Avengers movie and then comment on his own ass, which is excellent. I will give him the nod to picking up Mjolnir. That was... One of the dopest things. So, great job there. Otherwise, what did the guy do when he went back in time? You know, he sat around during the whole civil rights era knowing how things were going to end up. Fuck that. So, there you go. Mm. The second point Mm -hmm. is more specifically about Mm -hmm. Spider Man, and particularly MCU Spider Man. How the fuck dare you try to take Tom Holland's well-earned, well-deserved credit by him? That sweet little kid who's cast at, what, 15, 16 years old? A teenager? Cast into this role as a child. The third reboot in a decade and a half. And he... Nailed it! He nailed it. Everyone loves it. I have never seen an actor get so excited and so into a role as much as I've seen Tom Holland be Spider-Man. And on top of that, he is the best Spider-Man. So I don't know why you're trying to say that it that it's just everybody getting nostalgic for Toby fucking Maguire or Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield like Uh the equivalent of a summer fling. Like yeah, he's hot. I don't remember anything else from those movies because I was like 17. And I was like, wow, he's hot. And then I forgot about it. Toby and Briar, I do understand the nostalgia attached to those movies. I was there, I was 10 years old. My dad had to push moving boxes out of the way so we could watch TV. It was my 10th birthday present to get to watch first Spider-Man because we were so poor of what we could afford.
1: So I mean,
0: I there's like, a lot of color in this I, soul, a, I
2: admit that I do I No, I take that back. I ever seen that. I don't have mm. nostalgia for Tommy Maguire. I, that was my introduction to Spider-Man, okay? So it's like... I learned the taste of sugar in formula when I was a baby, and then I grew up, and I had... like this is a
1: therapy session, yeah. Black Forest cake
2: or turtle cheesecake. And I realized... How beautiful it can be! Not that it's not good, but that it has so much potential for greatness. And that, that is what Tom Holland did. He took this simple sugar and made it into this gorgeous cake that somehow still very approachable and and you can connect with it. And I think metaphor has died by now, but he perfected the role. Chubby McGladdery made a believable enough Peter Parker. He's not a believable Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was a believable Spider-Man. Not Peter Parker. Tom Holland is both. The guy literally does.
1: That's a good point.
2: Like the majority of his own stunts, because he's a fucking gymnast. He goes into hospitals, dresses Spider-Man, and is backless he does, he does. in the goddamn hallway. He okay, Sick things. He drunk called Bob Iger of Disney to tries to get things worked out. Yeah. Sony because this he wants sure? to do right by the fan. loves so much. You can, cannot say the same for Chris Evans, who has to be offered with like buckets and buckets of cash just he to get him on board.
0: This is, so, I mean, she hasn't said anything that's incorrect.
2: To Tom yeah. calling credit <laughs> from him like that is insulting and disrespectful. and you you just... You can't treat my kids this way, and I can't believe I'm having to like do this. But here we are. I'm just. Ugh.
3: Tell us how you really feel, Cecilia.
2: Anyway. Oh good my day.
1: goodness.
0: Yeah. Um, wow. So I think it's kind of funny that she, uh, in that matchup, compared uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man to a cake. Because out of the two when I think of cakes, I definitely think of Chris Evans. Mm, good point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah.
3: There, I think uh, she voiced a lot of the stuff that we had said. Uh, yeah. At the same time. I think the point that I really like coming from her is breaking down Toby and Andrew Garfield as respective uh, Spider-Man characters and that she really felt that Toby. Uh, nailed Peter while not being a very good Spidey while Andrew nailed Spidey while not being a very good Peter and Tom being really just good at both. And I kind of, I tend to agree uh-huh. that way. Um, Cause I do remember mm-hmm. watching all of those uh, feeling the same way about it and coming out of it. Um, and like, that's also why Tom Holland was such a revelation. Uh, but again, um, I, I think I probably could have cut this down a little more than I should have, but I just really wanted sure. the instrumental to play.
0: I understand. It's so, a great job <laughs> uh, as
1: always. So anyway, always. he
0: got in a semifinal with Tony Stark mm-hmm. and it was really close. Uh, and Tony Stark ended up with the victory. I think a lot of people, um, I think, I think there definitely was some, uh, some, some kind of like, if we're going to use Michael Jordan as an analogy with Tony Stark, it's kind of like how he beat Shaq when he's on the magic. It's like, it's not your time yet, kid, you know?
1: Yeah. Okay. Like, I uh, like that.
0: Yeah. I like that. That's fair. Um, everyone
3: in the room did we all vote Spidey or Tony?
1: I voted, I voted, Spidey. I voted
0: Spidey.
3: Same. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, clearly
3: uh, a Spidey vote as well.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, we, we, we clearly don't have the voice of the people, but um, when we do have the voice of the people is uh, in the other semifinal, which was a blowout with four absolutely obliterating the Hulk. Whew. Um, yeah,
3: Hulk went as far as Hulk was going to go. I think that's basically it. It's Yeah. Uh, w- if we're talking about this in the stages of MCU as a whole, for Jake and I, we reach Professor Hulk, and we're good from there.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's uh, funny yeah, because it Thor a- won all, all of his matchups besides the finals, obviously, mm-hmm. by significant margins. He, like, dominated almost yeah. all the way through.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think Thor is. Uh, he's. He's. I think he'll. If we did this again next year or the year after that, he'd probably win. Um, yeah. But anyway, I know. I understand that Cecilia has a voicemail about the semifinals. Please tell me this one isn't as long. Not that I mind, but I, you know, I like to talk occasionally.
3: Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, no, I'm not insulting her. She was doing a monologue. What? You're gonna, be gonna, be gonna be leave game. me space to talk?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> it's fair.
0: Uh, so yeah. Her second
3: voicemail that she uh, sent to us was her breakdown of uh, the, just like kind of just her findings through it. If anyone listened to our first round episode, they know that she did a wonderful uh, data breakdown of all the matchups in that round. And she did Mm -hmm. a quantitative and a bit of a qualitative analysis of this one here. Uh, She did go for 20 minutes. So this one, I will say ahead of time, I cut it down significantly. So my apologies, Cecilia, for that. But uh, we'll just get into it.
2: So my thoughts on how all of this ended up, and this is going to be long, so I apologize just like in advance, because I'm going to try to start with just analyzing everything before I really get into my thoughts, because my thoughts are only important to me um so first of all i so in the in the 64 round of 64 when i did that big huge document i was looking strict mostly strictly at numbers occasionally i would look and see campaigning and things like that when people you know when there was some collusion in the whole hawkeye bullshit whatever wouldn't know ch- anything about that. Yeah. Ah! Okay. It would be gone. So with this one, what was
3: I only included like included the introduction just to get let her get yeah. off being pissed about that? Oh, that was tremendous. <laughs> anyway.
2: So with this one, what was really interesting was I brought in the data piece I like linguistic analysis. I was looking specifically at tweets. Um, Frequency of tweets, repeat tweets, who was tweeting, and the content of the tweets, because I feel like they add another layer of information to this whole thing that in previous rounds you didn't see as much of. So what I did look at this time, I did break down votes and percentages, but I really wanted to look at, I started counting tweets. So Tony and Spidey, what was really interesting was I counted at least a total of eight tweets in this final four match between Tony and Spidey. Three about Tony, Tony, or in favor of Tony, Tony five in favor of spidey even though spidey lost which i find really interesting um that is a trend that's going to continue to the end which we'll look at again but you did i was looking at the content of these tweets and there was so much more passion you know tensions were starting to rise you saw a lot more kind of emotional backing for Spider-Man than you did for Tony, which I thought was really interesting. Um.
3: So, yeah, I I, I think um, I'm cutting this one a bit early, but essentially the point that Cecilia was making was uh, there was a lot more passion that was coming through for Spidey than there was uh, Tony when it came to that. And then interestingly, when it came to the Thor Hulk matchup, there was literally no, backing
0: whatsoever just thor washed i think it's i think the reason is because if your guy's losing you're more likely to tweet about them and get passionate about it
3: yeah i I think uh you definitely needed a rallying call when it came to a like basically anyone coming up against tony uh i think there is a fervent fan base when it comes to spidey uh cecilia points out With Spidey, it was interesting because passion went both ways because there were the people who obviously were trying to get Spidey through against Tony, but also the ones who were still spurned from Spidey beating out Cap and kind of wanting to right the supposed wrong in their mind of Spidey making it that far.
1: Oh, I think I had myself muted. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. No, all, I was just calling everybody a bunch of haters, you spidey haters.
0: <laughs> you hey, see, we can't tell that you're muted because we can't see your mouth moving because math. Oh, right, saw, I just saw, I just saw you,
1: right.
3: Saw you like nodding in the moment there. What up, Dan?
1: <laughs>
0: hey, Dan. Dan, oh, what's
3: the man. what's going on, Dan? Dan? Dan divided by Dan just joined the
0: Zoom meeting. Yes, um, he's on because we're recording this on the Zoom call, so... Uh, well, Jake is uh, currently watching? The yeah, Incredible I'm Hulk watching the Incredible Hulk uh, because I don't have time. I can't take a break. But anyway, um yeah, do yet. This match, none of these matches was really surprising to me. I, um, mm-hmm. I thought this was going to happen, and then I mean, the finals. Let's just get to the finals. Cause I think the finals were
1: that was great. That was great.
0: Yeah, i I'm,
3: I actually was waiting because uh, AC had teased it to us in our group chat. But so around the room, um, I know I voted Thor. Jake, I think you voted Thor as well.
0: No, I voted for Tony Stark. Yeah, oh, he, he did Tony Stark. did Tony Stark. For Tony okay, Stark. He did, yeah, he did, yeah, he did okay, Tony Stark. Yeah. Tony,
3: um, I, yeah,
0: I think with uh, Thor I, I mean, I, I like Thor now, but Thor wasn't, in, in my opinion, was average to slightly below average for you know his, that's his first fair. Six that's completely <laughs> fair. years in the MCU. So, um, yeah, AC, you're the fo- you, you got the floor.
1: You know what's funny because I was, uh, it, it's funny because I had watched Ragnarok. And Infinity War over the last couple of weeks again, and you really think about it, and wow, Thor has really had such a come up, such a come up in performance, such a come up in his dialogue, such a come up overall just as a character. Character's gone through so much growth and just become a mega star. Um,
0: I think that the, it's so much attributed to how when they first cast Chris Hemsworth he was a nobody and then basically thor they basically re- redid thor to be around Chris Hemsworth's star persona in a way mm-hmm. that is so good cuz so the Chris Chris Hemsworth is a joking like you know, uh, fun loving Australian guy with a great sense of humor. And like, and so it's like, Oh shit. Why
3: is this character uh, in that skit with James Corden where they're both waiters in. Yes. It's great. It's great. And he's effortless in it.
1: So it kind of takes me back because I think of when we did the original Thor pod, I remember y'all were really emphasizing the, the, the stuff with Thor in the restaurant. Uh, throwing the gl, the, throwing the yeah, cup on the floor is
3: actually really fun.
1: Yeah, so like once you got away from the Shakespearean aspect of the character, he was a lot more interesting. But we didn't get to see a lot of that, especially obviously. Thor yes. in the Dark World was another scenario where you know it's just a just also, not a great movie. The movie
0: I'm watching next. Oh Believe yeah! Shout out, mm. Shout out to that. Shout out to that. Thank you, I Michael, think... for, for dropping a uh, hundred dollars <laughs> to make me watch <laughs> the Incredible Hulk and Thor: Dark World. Back to back. Yo, that.
1: Yo, that's that, that's dedication. That's dedication. Um, that's I, I respect that. Um, but yeah, like it's funny because I I think of the the Tony Stark character, and obviously we're gonna talk about him more in depth next week. Um, but it was almost like one of those things where at this point in time, just like currently i think of like who is the star who's the current star of the mcu and why why i looked into voting for an overall character and and it was thor for me so that's why i went okay
3: Okay. like so the current okay that's fair um the question now is though like do you see thor care like i i just i think it hurts chris hemsworth that the thor character is never going to be the top character no matter what because he's in space because he's in space, and yeah, that's part of it. Thor, Thor never really kind of exists as a
0: leader of the Avengers at any point, does he? And it also, it wouldn't make sense if he was because he's not exactly. beholden to protecting the Earth, right?
1: Yeah, oh, right. and and it seems like obviously the direction that they're going in is Captain Marvel being the leader of the Avengers going yeah. forward.
0: Mm. I think so, Spidey um, and Cap Marvel. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so that 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 seems like something that they're going to go with. But um, I just think like if you look at. Uh, what Thor and uh, Thor love and thunder whenever they get around to filming that. I think that's going to be a fantastic movie. It's like I got to have really high expectations. You got a lot of, I mean, Christian freaking bails in it. Oh, uh, that's yeah. going to be great. It's, um, man, there's so much to look forward to with the character, too. It, you know, considering that we're going to assume that he continues on at least a little bit more.
0: I, now, can I say something about the Incredible Hulk quickly? Oh yeah, yeah by Tim by Roth by is so horribly miscast in this movie. <laughs> so Tim Roth like fifty and like five foot two. Like he's a little be, like, dude. Best, he's Such a little dude. He's supposed to be one of the best like special forces guys in the world. Anyway,
3: <laughs> but it's it's his mind, his experience. Although, like, I can't see a believable. Like, if we took Tim Roth when he was in Reservoir Dogs, like, do you think that person
0: suddenly was going to be? Like, no, the time. thing is, <laughs> n- the problem is, I would say no, but I would be able to show my disbelief. I can't do it for both old and small. Like, right, I can't right. g- get there. I love anyway, so the uh, unintentional uh, yeah. humor
3: of the Hulk kicking him into a tree, though. That no. cracks yes, me up good. when that happens. You
1: know, this is the funny thing about this right now. We got Jerome talking about the Hulk, and I remember I wasn't even on that pod. Me. I know. So I was like, I, I want all these Hulk takes, these incredible Hulk takes from Jerome since he like only jumped in with that one scene with the, with the whole New York and Toronto situations.
3: Oh yeah. Shout out Zanzibar. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it was, I remember when I watched it at the time, like keep in mind, it's the only the second movie in the series. So far, like in MCU. So, right. Uh, at that point it's not just that iron man is so good but also the bar is still so very low True. so when that comes out i'm not like this is the worst thing i've ever seen uh, in my life because on average before that the incredible hulk ranks as an enjoyable enough action film because i think when they hit all the stuff when like he's actually hulked up and he's doing all those things. Like that's pretty yeah. cool to see. Um, but obviously looking back in retrospect, it's a terrible movie. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> just, but in the moment, I do remember thinking, I like just be more on board of, look, I really want this to pan out. So I'm into it. Like I'm mm. into, like I'm still into it because uh, I'm excited at the uh, prospect of Marvel. And, even just like, you know, when Tony shows up at the end uh in the post credit scene to talk about the Avengers project and everything. So, like, it, yeah. it's just one of those, like, you accept it because, like, there are bigger things to come. Right. Um, yeah, to your point, AC, about Thor, like, I think we talk about how bad Thor the Dark World and, uh mm-hmm. like, how just forgettable the first Thor is. But, mm-hmm. man iron man is the best solo iron man film like we'll i know uh, like we'll talk about it at the end of the podcast. oh no so okay. but it's okay you like, can
1: get your stuff off but yeah
3: but like i'm looking at my rankings right now and it's like bottom half for me like the the best iron man is bottom half whereas like thor ragnarok is the best movie i've seen so like even if i like just say like we added numbers to rate each movie even for as bad as dark world and Thor are like the overall average is probably higher for Thor. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and and like, I think the thing that we always forgive it on is like, we never blame iron man being bad on Robert Downey jr. Or Tony Stark. And, Mm -hmm. and so I think that's just kind of like how it pans out. Um, But man, yeah, that said, it's just, uh, I, I just like the character more. That's just it. Like I I can rec, and it's the same way you can treat sports and everything. Like I can recognize that LeBron James is the best player, but he's not my favorite player. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's really like when we're voting, like I'm not here to actually vote and be like told based on some sort of statistics, like I picked wrong because literally it's just picking your favorite character. So for me, I do. I, if you told me like there was some sort of like analytical, quantitative way to say who should win this bracket, it was, Guaranteed that it had to be Tony Stark, it couldn't have been anyone else. But when it's just like, hey, what's your favorite character bracket? Like, I would have seen Thor and Spidey in the final, and that actually would have been a tough decision for me. You, I probably could have gone either way by the end of that, yeah. Um, but yeah, those are like my top two, so yeah, it's interesting. So does, I, I probably oh. would have
1: gone with Thor. I, I, no, just before you go, Jake. No probably, if you if you did a if you did a thor spidey final i probably would have gone with thor
3: yeah still mm. um i was yeah. gonna ask does just did cecilia send something for the finals she did uh basically she kind of broke down a lot of what we said uh let me see mm-hmm. okay good it's a pretty it's this one's a shorter one that i've cut down but i'll play it okay good for you.
2: Moving on to the finals. This is so interesting because here we have A data anomaly. So with this one. We're looking at the tweets campaigning for Thor where I counted at least 15 Tony I counted like three they were also infused with way more passion to me you can make a case for institutionalization definitely we do have a winner and it is Tony and I'm not saying he didn't deserve it but what I am saying is that people were not as excited vocally excited at least not on social media or in the Twitter Arena, as they were for some of the other characters so
3: yeah, I mean, like it basically sums up what we 're saying i don 't like I, I get the point of it feeling like an anomaly, but like that's kind of to jake 's point. Um, relying on a public forum to determine whether someone's deserving to win is probably not going to be the best way to uh, show it just because the loudest advocates are probably the ones that are usually in the losing uh, position mm-hmm. but I mean, ultimately, uh, this was just one of those cases and I would have said it from the top. Like, I personally would make an argument, especially because there will be no pres Well, there might be cameos, who knows, but I would want to retire Tony Stark
0: going into the next one. Yes, that's what I was going to do. I was going to definitely take him off the board. And, like, and then, honestly, not, what I would do is any winner, I would do it. If, assuming that we do this into the future, yeah. every year the winner gets eliminated is what I would say. Yeah, yeah. And that that's
3: definitely the way to be impartial about it. It's not a thing about like just Tony Stark is so OD that like you can't mm-hmm. um, put like include him anymore, but just more because he won the bracket, he's out for the next one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that should be it, really uh coming out of this like any like big
0: thoughts around the room about the bracket in general uh no it was honestly it. it's funny the bracket is the reason why i decided to try to raise money for charity because i saw that every match was getting at least like 175 votes and i'm like well crap if a hundred i mean if if like just 20 of those people can give some money, that's a lot of money. For sure. Uh, and so yeah, that it just it really made me appreciate the fan base. I was it was just a great way to connect people, especially during this time, yada yada yada. Um and yeah, it's it One it really I was, was say, yeah, a super fun thing.
3: Noted in her stuff was because she was trying to get into tweets and understand them, but uh like a nice thing to come out of this bracket was that she was noticing that it wasn't that people were necessarily just commenting and tweeting through the account or through replies to at MC university pod but they started kind of branching off into their own discussions like we had that uh, talk from storm and was, uh mm-hmm. this week where they were just like their homies now and i th- I think that's a really cool thing you know um and honestly i i I can say very confidently I would not
0: uh, know either of you nearly as well if it wasn't for this pod. So, uh, Well, that's the whole thing. Uh, we came together over to the shared interest, and I was glad that we were able to give this to other people. Now, something I just saw, which is important to note, did you know that uh, martin Starr has a non-speaking role in the incredible hulk and then goes on to be spider man's teacher he is a guy in the computer lab at the college that Bruce Banner breaks into which oh, assuming yeah. that he's playing the same character, i saw that um, i saw that, uh, that nugget a couple canon, of weeks ago
1: and i forgot that about means that the can-
0: thing is like it, it, he could be the same guy who's to say he's not a guy who went to Culver university right it's called and then became a teacher yeah. at uh, right. uh, bronx science anyway um yes, i agree with everything said a, i just noticed that, that
3: like a stretch way that i can convince myself that terrence howard still exists in the mcu just
0: <laughs> in some other
3: form or <sighs> i'm gonna i'm gonna live in the I, reality
4: i don't care the actor I, terrence howard exists in the mcu universe
0: that's that's a fair oh, wow. point. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great point. He does. Really good point. And in the MCU universe, does he still think that one times one is two? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's great. Also, um, it's crazy
0: that a pre-fame Ty Burrell is in this movie as just, uh, like, the lame boyfriend. It's... Like, yeah, the boyfriend is so lame, you don't mind that he gets his girlfriend stolen from him? I, I mean, like, <laughs> that one's weird. Like, Ty Burrell... Uh,
3: like for Ty Burrell roles, it's his role in Dawn of the Dead* that always throws me because he's such a prick in that. Like he's just the entire opposite of Phil Dunphy. And if you watch that, the oldest like, thing oh, I've the same person. Yeah,
0: yeah. The oldest thing I ever saw him in is i um, He had a guest starring bit on *The West Wing* one episode where he played a guy who represented the Rotarians of America, which feels <laughs> incredibly appropriate for him. Like mm-hmm. that's what Ty Burrell should be playing. <laughs> anyway, uh, AC, what well, you had some? If, I know it was up to you for say stuff on the bracket. Sorry, I got distracted.
1: Oh no, it's okay. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought you guys uh, put it very well in terms of the engagement. It was fun to have conversations with people. It was fun to see people get annoyed at a certain matchups that didn't go to a certain extent. Um, the war machine Hawkeye thing, will always have a special place in my heart just cause we got Likewise. the, We just, because we got Jerome to use that, uh, that Photoshop. That was cool. Um, yeah, I I think it was really fun and it was a nice little distraction to have during this time period, which you know everybody's either stuck at home or, or you got somebody like me who's out there all the time and just worrying about having to fight off uh, the pandemic. myself, um, it, it's a nice, it was a nice uh, getaway and distraction from that. And of course, it anytime it gives gives us a chance to come together and have some more uh, fun discussions about the characters, which. You know, we've had we we've had some really cool, uh different ones as of late. I think it's I think it's not only great content, but just obviously fun to talk to you guys.
3: I think uh this hundred percent does a really like this did a great job in kind of putting out there all the different types of Marvel fans because it just informs so much about how their voting went, how those voice messages came through, what they valued more, whether it was specifically what they were doing within the plot, whether it was um, their comic book history, the nostalgia, uh, just all these different things. And it was cool just to see kind of all of it come to a head in a form like this with a bracket. Uh, I'm I'm just really excited uh, in kind of looking at this character list and thinking about who's going to fall off by the next time around because – Tony Stark is obviously the best example of we are definitely honoring a lot about what uh, Tony did I think if we did this bracket after say the first Avengers maybe we can have a very strong Tony case for just treating Tony as the character and less like the god that looms over MCU as a whole yeah um, and then I, I yeah honestly like I guess off the bat in this moment, if you had to make a call, not knowing like if you want to go into characters that you, that are coming into the universe now uh, and take a stab at that, but who do you
0: think would come out next year if we did this again? I mean the thing that's important with the corona is that assuming that black widow comes out on time uh-huh. then there're only going to be two movies that come out in between now and yeah, um, right one of which is the Eternals and I think that unless you know one of the Eternals is like really fucking great uh, I don't think any of them have a chance of really going super far That's a really um, good point. I think black widow will probably I suspect she'll make it further after this movie. Um Do you, you, don't think I suspect- with, uh, you don't think there's any fatigue I think it's, I think the movie's good. And also, I think that there's going to be some excitement about it because it'll be the first Marvel movie in such a long time. That, yeah. like, there's, it's going to be a new thing to watch. Um, and I know that I am going to – I don't care if she is the worst character in the series. Rachel Vice's character is going to be at least a 16 seed, and I'm probably going to vote for her. So <laughs>
1: yeah. I think it'll be that. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so I'll put, I'll, put, I'll put it this way. Um, it, let's say we get the Disney Plus series um, sure. going – We get Wandavision. Mm -hmm. I think Scarlet Witch could definitely take a uh, uh, take a seat going going going. Uh, Scarlet Witch was
3: uh, definitely one of those real like, well, (laughs) one of AC's favorite terms for us. One of those hipster picks in this bracket. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) It was just like one of those. Yeah. You're not into Scarlet Witch right now, but trust me, once we get back to this, everyone's <laughs> going to be talking about Scarlet Witch. Uh, ironically, voice, I think A- AC was actually one of those hipsters. Um, yeah, Scarlet, I think... I think. Uh, It's a really, really good point, Jake. I I didn't even think about just how the schedules have been changed, so it may not even make sense for another bracket to happen until at least maybe like two years from now.
0: No, I'll do another one. We we will, for sure. Because, you know, things will change, people will change. For sure. You know, also, I I don't know. Especially because Tony Stark's eliminated, things can shake up. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, Um, I mean, I think it's fair to to say, like, say, for instance, uh, right now Black Widow's coming out in November. If that gets delayed again,
3: Right, I yeah.
1: think that's where you're gonna have to. They they're gonna have to look at um, uh, VOD being a, a viable thing because how yeah. much longer can you actually? For sure.
3: Um, uh, yeah. Well, I was gonna just say, um, while I can't say any specific character, like I can think of some right now, but uh, if I were a betting man, invest in Magic stock, like because Magic is gonna mm-hmm. come through big. Like all those characters, yeah. I think. Yeah, it, I agree. We ever since what phase three started like we just have gotten weirder and weirder ever since we got into space. And Mm -hmm. um, I think it was a bit of a slow start for them. But you can tell coming into Infinity War and Endgame like these characters are really actually starting to show what they're about. And it's getting really interesting
0: uh yeah also fun fact did you guys know that Liv tyler didn't know that steven tyler was her father until she was eight years old Maybe. two things i always think about with that one she looks as much like steven tyler as basically steven tyler does so i don't know how (laughs) that didn't immediately hurt her and two i you gotta feel like shit if you're her because she was raised by another guy who was with her mother Mm. and from and Stephen Tyler was really not in her life until she was almost an adult and it's like how much do you ha- like how bad of a stepfather do you have to be mm-hmm. that your daughter doesn't use your name like that's right. really
4: a slap in the face anyway um, you seen a picture of Steven Tyler she probably thought he was his he was her mother <laughs> <laughs> that's a good joke thank you
0: fair point, fair point. Um, Sprig- anyway, speaking of uh, Springthorpe yeah. we yeah. got to play yeah I know we have a message I was
3: gonna yeah, try to gotta, do the same
0: transition there we go um, let's
3: pop
4: this up i'm gonna lip sync it like a TikTok on the video
3: perfect uh exciting so <laughs> for this one i just thought it's the last uh round we it's the end of the bracket there is no point in cutting this down we're gonna get full unadulterated spring before this
4: What's up, MC University? This is Springthorpe coming at you live once again with the Homosexual Opinion. Uh, yeah. Long-time listener, fourth-time caller. Shout out to uh, four. I just wanted to kind of... Obviously, I've been doing like four of these, so I'm not going to not do one for the finals. Uh, so going back to last week's episode, I apologize for being late um, in my submitting, but in my defense, I was hungover and time is barely a concept anymore. That's completely uh, Jerome... I was really mad at you for uh, a bit for the fact that when you did the mm. national anthem by Fergie, you didn't you didn't include the most iconic part, which is, of course, when she says, "Let's play some basketball at the end, knowing that she completely fucked it up. Um, but then of course you put it in at the end. So like, I don't know why I doubted you. That's my fault. Like, please, like, I'm not wishing any. ill will on you. Like, That was uh, my mistake to ever think that you wouldn't have made that extremely good choice yeah. of putting it in at That's what funny. I think was a very good yeah. time. Um, I do love. Water. I'm just going to pause right there for a quick
3: editor note. Um, that is very fair to be mad at me because I did not decide into the last minute in the call to put that on. Like I, We played through it, and I had such a good time with the um, production. But what I ended up, like, when it came through, because I know when I removed it at the end, I was like, this has got to stay here. But then I just did it, and then we had to go into the uh, recording itself. And once we listened to it, I was like, no, I need to find a way to play this again. So I think I purposely, like, laid up my own uh, joke to set up for that soundbite and just had it on deck to play on the call. But that's still great pretty Thank you, thank you, thank you.
4: <laughs> All right, let's continue. As for saying that Star-Lord voters are cops, um, <laughs> <laughs> but rest in peace because Hela is better than Luis. Uh, I can't even make the argument of like, oh, Luis is like a more fun character because personally, I like, as soon as, he- oh, okay, anytime is on the camera, like on screen, that. I lose my mind. Mostly because it's literally Kate Blanchett. I don't, I can't yeah. stress that enough. Like the fact that like, any argument about any matchup of a character, any character versus Hella. like uh, like Tony Stark, Thor, the Hulk, Captain America, Spider Man, any of them, I'm just like, okay, cool, but like we can't forget that like Hella is played by Cate Blanchett, um, and that's not just because she's like an Oscar winner or ever. Like that doesn't, you can't make that argument about daughter? like Robert Redford what's, what's or Michael that? Douglas.
1: Yep. Mm, 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 mm. Tsk, tsk,
3: tsk! Tisk tisk. Um I, I do actually want to pull up the bracket really quickly because I wanna actually ask Springthorpe right now, just because uh okay, so Luis Hella, that's a guarantee that Hella makes it through. If the next round it's Hella Hulk, who do you pick?
4: See, now that one's a little interesting because Oh, wait, no, she's not, I don't know, I guess they don't, like, directly pair up. Like, it's not, like, Hela Thor or something like that, which I guess would have been the next round. Then, um, next round, yeah. So like, yeah, you just See, what's that interesting she about both of them is that, like, she does face off against them in the movie. So, like, she's yes. the villain. And so it would kind of, I think I would give her, I think I would vote for her over the Hulk because... Okay he's i mean he's he's the hulk but he's the hulk um (laughs) and i would just be like well this is fun because of the movie now when it got to hella versus thor that's when i would have to really wrench my gut and i think thor still would have won because right thor's my thor's i think i might say it later but Thor's like my favorite character
3: fair enough yeah no no um looking at it i think the hulk was going to be her one real foe because if she if you vote her past that it's rocket raccoon you're definitely not going to go rocket raccoon and ant-man that's a wash too so it's not until you hit thor i think at that point uh no i just since we have it here I might as well get you to do like the extra meta commentary on your own commentary
4: <laughs> like it only really works like i really only think it could work for like if Meryl Streep or rather when Meryl Streep is in an MCU movie at time or like if Lady Gaga maybe I guess I'm showing my sexuality let's move on um, Jerome recapping the gay tribes of each of the elite eight gave me so much life. It's my new (laughs) ringtone. I'm in love. Like Jake, excellent assist, but like, I got to give major props to Jerome. This is a Jerome Stan account right now. Thank you. Um, Good to hear because he did most of it. uh, And that was fantastic. I understand he was like the host for that episode, but you know, whatever. Um, So, I did not, I'm like recording this now before the results of the final two. So like, obviously I think it's, I think it was pretty obvious that like Tony Stark and Thor um, were going to make it to the final two. I would have preferred Spider-Man, but like, you know, that's just me kind of being like silly, I think. Um, So I'm actually going to record two different versions depending on whether Thor won or whether Tony Stark won. Oh, I like this. Let's just listen. um, I'm going to do Tony Stark Mm -hmm. first. Okay. Here is if Tony Stark wins. Like honestly the thing with Tony Stark winning is like of course like he's literally the main he's the main character he's it was written that way like it, the the entire series the entire movie series over tw- what was it 11 years was like written for this to happen he's the protagonist and there's like no other way to slice it because I feel, I don't know, at least personally because I've like used Marvel movies to like explain the plot of story to my students. I am a drama teacher. Um, And I've like used it to be like, Oh, like this is like the inciting incident. And I remember using infinity war because uh, it had, it had like just came out. And so like, I knew all the kids had seen it and it was tough to do because Infinity War doesn't exist in a vacuum. Like, obviously, you can break... And I know that that one's, like, a a weird version, like, for Black Panther or even, uh, like, Ant-Man. You can, like, really look and there is, like... You can look at them more in a vacuum and, like, Infinity War is weird because it's almost, like, one half of a movie. But, like even all of these movies there's just so much background 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 that like you need to have or there's just so much even if there's not like a lot of background like dr strange didn't have like all this background knowledge because he kind of came out of nowhere but like it just gets connected and tied in so much that i feel like you almost have to view these this series as like one giant movie which i know is not like a novel idea but like Tony Stark is the main character. This and there's like not even like a bat. Like I understand, like he's the LeBron, he's the Michael Jordan in the '90s. Like, but I feel like the basketball comparison or like some kind of sports comparison like doesn't even add up because like this was written. You know, it was designed this way. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like Michael Jordan and LeBron like had to like become that on their own. Like no one could have written. I would say no the best that sports comparison and because of that. Brady, Tony winning. Fair enough. Feels cheap, um, which which also sucks. Like I don't know when I, like when I saw that Tony won, it was just like, like of course, like I don't know. It just wasn't as like cool as it would have been if somebody else won. But at the same time, it's like, why am I getting mad about Tony Stark winning the like tournament of MCU characters? He's literally like the best written MCU character. Like he has this major plot, like plot arc. He starts off as this like total, like self-centered rich douchebag. And then he like gets the, P- he like gets PTSD from like, he becomes more of a hero. He like gets, you know, he learns to care about others in different ways. And like he becomes a lot safer for good reasons and bad reasons and like has lots of good and bad in him that he's constantly fighting with. And it's like, Oh, he's great. And Robert Downey Jr.'s performance is amazing, but I still cannot get the taste bad taste out of my mouth of like, of course he was going to like, we couldn't have somebody fun. We had to have, of course, like the one that was written for this to happen. I think it's just not fun to have a sure thing that's just it yeah yeah no, um, that, what, like jake and i have like argued we argued on our other pod but like we've done a in person too about like oscar winners where like you know it's gonna win oh or, like yeah when, yeah when uh kevin durant went to the warriors right mm-hmm. yes, yes you got it. Nice. it yeah yeah no no, no it, I, well, we just know it's gonna happen yeah yeah I was actually
0: thinking that uh, I'm glad Spring up you said, you got the sports metaphor before I did before I did um, yeah that's exactly right that's the best that's always the best example of people saying that uh, sure things make for bad entertainment which is true yeah um, uh-huh.
4: Unless the thing is, unless it's such a sure thing that it's okay like now fun to watch. Anyway, sorry. Oh, is my recording for if Thor won? Hell, fucking yeah! Suck my motherfucking ass, Tony Stark. Hell you yeah! You can get fucked a thousand <laughs> times. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. <laughs> lives on. We Whoa, fat Thor. How about that? Hot Thor. Let's we love. Oh, well, all Thor is hot, but we like we love like muscle Thor. We love fat Thor. We love whatever Thor we're gonna get in the future. You are dead as shit, Tony Stark. No, Eat boy, my ass. Whoa. Those are the two you can choose to use whichever recording. I think this is the spring
0: throat that Jake has been waiting for the entire time for all the recordings. I'll be honest with you. Every single time we get a voicemail, I'm like, when is he going to be him?
3: (laughs) 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 What is he going (laughs) to? Because when you Uh, said after the first recording, I was just like, no, he was – Really, just tame and calm and well mannered about the whole thing. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about in <at> the moment. <laughs> Um Also, thank you, Sprinkler, for your very kind words. I, I know when I do these podcasts, um, like especially when we're in the uh, period of uh, watching them. Like, yeah, I would watch them, but I, I always enjoy the idea of just like figuring out what I want to say in the pod itself. But I knew. Going into this one, I'm like, I'm finally going to do some level of research. I'm going to break down. <laughs> like, I'm going to listen back to the last episode, listen back to your recording, and make sure I have the full breakdown going in. Because I, I just think that was such a wonderful layer to add into this whole series and looking at it in a way that, quite honestly, none of us between Jake, AC, and I could do. Mm-hmm. So I was just Absolutely. very fact exactly. that you offered it. was multiple perspectives. Gift that we had to, like, embrace at that moment.
4: I just remember I mean th- thank you, thank you. Seriously. Um but I just remember I like I can still remember listening to it like in bed at night, like <laughs> and I was like tackling mm. to myself as you almost I could almost hear you like put on your glasses and your oh yeah no no no
3: i had it written in front of me like i I rarely take notes and i'm just like no i can't get this wrong i need to break this down correctly um (laughs) it was very important that we had to get it right
4: all right let's get to the rest of it and you want um i know this is getting long lastly i just want to like talk about um i know i like actually like dm'd you guys the hosts about this but i just wanted to like say voice it out here that way like more people hear me because that's all i've ever wanted in my life um but like that's great taika Waititi recently was like talking on like instagram live about like thor love and thunder and like some of the new things and like he said it's going to be over the top and for me taika Waititi saying that about uh, taika uh, a new thor movie and saying it in relation to thor ragnarok means only one thing and that is fast and furious but make it gay <laughs> it's going to be gay and it's going, and I say that, and I feel like some people get a little nervous about that. And I understand like, Ooh, like, I, you know, what does that mean? Um, and I, I'm, I'm totally cool that, that you are allowed to be like a little freaked out about that, but like, I don't mean, I don't mean, homophobic it means part. like, it, like uh, yeah. Thor Ragnarok <laughs> is gay and all the best Obviously, parts no way, that, yeah. that you love about Thor Ragnarok are gay parts, except for like, uh, I would say, except for like Thor's intro like where he comes back to um, Asgard and like is the ACDC or um, is it ACDC? I don't know. It's straight music. That That song is playing. That's like maybe straight, but like even that is like stylized in a kind of gay way. And so I'm super excited, especially because the logo looks super 80s, which is the gayest decade. And it's got Natalie Portman. (laughs) Chris Hemsworth, Taika Waititi, and Tessa Thompson, who are like four archetypes of like gay icon actors. All right. And I can go through that individually. So you've got Natalie Portman, who is like a strong, good actress. Like she's got like Oscars or Oscar buzz, at least in Oscars and things. Chris Hemsworth is a hot man um Tessa Thompson is an awesome. actually queer person who fucks and then Taika Waititi is an tour ally who gets it okay so those are like the four main types of like actor artists that gay people love uh, forever and the fact that all four of that that this movie's going to have all four of them means it's going to be really good and as AC pointed out Tessa Thompson did say at like Comic Con, I believe that she's going to be a king looking for her queen, mm. and we know Natalie Portman's going to be coming back. And like she held up like Mjolnir, I think, or something. I don't remember exactly. I don't know. Again, they have to kiss, or I will be disappointed, even if it's super great. Um, this is really long, so Jerome, do your best. But I do want like I don't know, like we don't a Lady you, Gaga you. song or something. Put it yeah. in the uh, if,
3: my bad. You know what? No, you why just, again?
4: Is... Why am I questioning you? Why am I questioning you? You're the mat You're the magician here. Okay, bye.
3: Oh, that was great. Um, no, th- this is—I actually saved it this time to listen to it live with everyone else because I just wanted to experience it um, wow. this way. But uh,
1: thank you, Michael. That's that's great.
4: And like hearing myself talk, hear, making more people hear me talk—it's perfect.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we can, we couldn't offer a better gift during this time, you know. Um, no, I I think yeah, Love and Thunder is going to be so fun, and uh, I, I do like your point about just like cuz like in terms of your interjection on here it's just yeah it will it it will have elements that could be uh celebrated but like not in any way that like you necessarily have to be delineating what it is or isn't um like everyone just can enjoy it but also understand that these are the kind of things that will be also very commonly in- enjoyed by other communities and that's going to be awesome like just I mean, that's the whole point when they say like representation, not necessarily in an overt, like, look, that these people are this way, but more like understand that this sensibility is something that also gravitates toward other groups. And you know what? You can enjoy it too. Everyone can enjoy it. And that's going to be really fun.
4: Yeah. And it's like, I don't mean, like I said, I didn't mean like actually homophobic people, Mm. Um, but even them are like grouped in with this. But I mean, like, I think plenty of people who might listen to the pod, like, are like sports guys basketball guys um and not like you get worried not that they would get worried but that they would just be like well what do you mean by like it's gonna be gay like <laughs> right. yeah. because they because you're they're probably like what do you mean it's gonna be gay because they know what it's gonna be like and i just don't think and maybe like people don't realize that things are gay yet Mm. Yeah, yeah, I
0: think, I think that people don't think if you unless Timothy Chalamet is uh fucking a peach, they don't think
4: right. it's gay. Exactly.
3: Right. And yeah, yeah, like and I think it's also great that you point out in that um just all the elements of Ragnarok already that uh would be gay. So then like it's not even <laughs> yeah. just to say like okay, so you got straight Thor through Ragnarok, now watch what can happen cuz we're going to flip it 180. Like no, you you've already been a part of it, you already love it and yeah. Have fun.
0: Um, Jay, you know what? Yeah. I feel good about everything, you know, that's been said. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that we've done enough. I think that uh, I say that in part because I think we've done enough and in part because, uh, I don't know what to How say. It, I, I'm kind of up right now. Uh, they're in the hotel. Um, oh. the hotel they oh, stop in. Yes. Uh, they're about to almost have sex, but then he can't because his heart rate gets too high. Um, yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention, I don't even know what would... I don't even want to know what would happen if they tried to have sex if he was the Hulk. Um, right. I know uh, I've been to this joke before. Just ask um, Natasha. I don't think they ever, I don't think they ever had they, sex. They, they, I they never got, they, got to it, too. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, don't, I think they didn't get past first base. I mean, she kissed him and then threw him off a ledge yeah. and then he turned into the Hulk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, man. <laughs> and, oh um, man. Well, like, okay, well... I think we can finally put a bow on the bracket. This was yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. But just because we don't have characters to argue about uh, in a tournament format doesn't mean we don't have episodes to come. AC, what do we got coming up next?
1: Okay, so, 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 um, one of the ideas that I have brought up to the group a couple weeks ago was uh, doing retrospectives on some of the solo characters that have had either trilogies or just, you know, the the more impactful ones. So obviously we're going to start with Tony Stark. We're going to start with Iron Man. We're going to start with the trilogy and all of his appearances. Um, I set up a a couple of uh, subjects that we could tackle and, um, yeah, we're going to kind of get into the nitty gritty, uh, of not only the character, but the rogues gallery and everything like that. So that should be really interesting. And, um, yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to doing this because I think it gives us a chance to actually kind of expand upon what we've talked about here um, in the bracket and uh, continue that discussion. And yeah, I have, you know, I've, I'm doing some homework on this and, and realizing about the Iron Man character is it's a, it's, it's kind of difficult to put into perspective everything because you could easily go into the whole, he's the godfather of the MCU but there's just so much that goes beyond that. Um, And obviously everybody knows my thoughts about one of the movies that, uh, that Iron Man was a part of. So that'll be interesting to bring up again. And um, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. And we're going to try and bring on some people to uh, discuss these characters. And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun.
0: Dope. Um, Yep. It's a good thing to keep us going, uh, you know, during uh, this quiet period. (laughs)
3: definitely well i mean we're gonna leave jake now i guess to continue on with his marathon how many more movies are left
0: uh this is the fourth so there's like five and a half left so you're about halfway actually no excuse me six and a half left
3: okay okay a little less than half and uh i guess since we're gonna close it off uh where can they find you jake
0: well, you can follow me at the J Christie. Um, keep listening to this podcast. Listen to this podcast, Spring therapy. and I do, uh the definitive list. It's in uh, at the at definitive list, I think. Definitive underscore list. Honestly, it's in my Twitter description. I apologize, I forgot it. Um
4: at Definitive List, no punctuation. Thank you. Okay, great. <laughs> uh
0: so uh yeah, and honestly, thank you everyone who donated. Um to uh the you know charity thing i was doing um at still i mean at the, this very moment you could still donate and if you donate you get into the this chat not that everyone here already is in the chat though so yeah. you know kind of relevant but uh yeah it was really i'm so pleased with how things turned out and um uh, uh, you know, I just, yeah, it's just been a lot. I had a lot of conversations this weekend. I mean, not this weekend so much, but yesterday I was on the phone a lot with the charity and other stuff. And I didn't even expect they to get back to me. I thought it would just be a couple donations that they didn't even know. I'm really happy with how many people chipped in and it means a lot. And I'm glad that we're able to, we don't just have people who listen to the podcast. We have people who are in like the, a community who would do stuff for one another, you know, and that really is what, what the fuck else are you doing in yeah. life and on the internet? If that's not what you get, honestly, like, it's wonderful. So, thank you so much. AC. Hey,
1: you can follow me on Twitter at ACspotlight 95. Um if you guys are fans of uh television and any anything of the sort, you should really check the count the Dings network, the Patreon, a part of the TV book club where we kind of dive into different TV shows. Right now, we're doing Better Call Saul and Devs. Um Anthony May, shout out to him. He does such a tremendous job producing. Oh, he's been obviously out there. obviously Eden Liu, Jake Hoy. And uh yeah, looking forward to talking uh the finale about it, Call Saw. We just recorded uh the penultimate episode yesterday. So uh look out for that in the meantime. And obviously, uh shout out to everybody who's donated and shout out to Jake for coming up with the idea to Jake, help out this his is community such a great and, job. and uh and uh, you know, a trying time for a lot of people, so uh, what you call it uh continue to support, and also if you have any takes on Ironman in general uh, m c university podcast at gmail dot com of
3: a lot of these voicemails. yes, if you could control the time to be within right. ten minutes, that would be fantastic for it, but nonetheless like super, super appreciative uh, for everyone's passion for this, everyone's uh, just all their engagement, everything that they've done with the podcast, with the bracket. Um, We can't say it enough uh, how awesome it's been. Um, You can follow me at Black Dragon Roll. Uh, Follow the podcast at MCUniversityPod on Twitter. Um, Just like AC said, throw us emails, do do all the things. And uh, in honor of the lost romance that is... Uh, the Hulk and Black Widow. Uh, let's just play us out. <music>